0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 16 of Soul Food titled Ease and Difficulty. In this episode we're going to talk about being with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala in all states. We'll talk about turning to him with hope and then lastly we'll talk about the two types of hope. We're continuing our study of al Sara'ir by Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salem, The Key to Inner Secrets. And we left off at worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he is worthy of worship. Jalla jalaluh. Then as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salam, may Allah be well pleased with him, says, whoever witnesses Allah in ease and in difficulty does not yearn for ease, nor does he tire of difficulty. In other words, ease and difficulty are not things that are experienced the way that the vast majority of people experience them when that person, that believer, witnesses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in both states. Why? Because this servant is in a state of contentment, in a state of ridha. And he witnesses or she witnesses that everything is from Allah and everything that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beautiful. As one of the scholars says, وَكُلُّ فِعْلِكْ جَمِيلٌ All of your actions, everything that you do is beautiful. Speaking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the state of a person who witnesses everything is from Allah. And their state is constant in times of difficulty and ease because they're always with Allah. That's all that matters. Everything else is Secondary. And the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم, in a hadith, he says, "تعرّف إلى الله تعرّف إلى الله في Make yourself known to Allah in times of ease, and He will make Himself known to you in times of difficulty." In other words, reach out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, worship Him, serve Him, realize everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is deserving of in all of your states, and you will see His support, His protection in times of difficulty. So always make yourself known to your Lord in all of your states. Make dua, call upon Him, persistently with brokenness and with need, turning to Him in all your states. And the Prophet Allah's most beloved servant, on the most difficult day of his life, the day when he was stoned by the people of Ta'if, and he was bleeding, when he left the city, he made a dua expressing his need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this dua, there's that indication of as long as you are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in reality, nothing else matters. Everything else is secondary. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, Oh Allah, to you alone I complain of my weakness. So once again, even in that difficult situation, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is not complaining about Allah's decree. But if anything, he's complaining of his own. And that's just the servitude, that brokenness before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I complain of my own weakness, the scarcity of my options, and people's contempt towards me. O oh, most merciful, you are the Lord of the helpless, and you are my Lord. And then the end of the dua, the Prophet sallam says, and this is the point that we want to focus on. As long as you, O Allah, are not angry with me, then I do not care. Then all of these difficulties don't matter. Though your granting me well-being is easier for me. But that point is the point that when you witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in times of ease and in times of difficulty, then you do not yearn for ease. Most people, they want times of ease and they're very scared of difficult times. But the one who is with Allah does not even get distracted by the state of the times. So as long as you grant me nearness to you, it's as if the Prophet is saying, as long as you grant me your nearness and your love and you do not veil me from you, then I do not care about anything else. And you see also in this dua the importance of expressing one's need to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, I complain to you of my weakness and the difficulties that I'm going through. I'm not complaining about difficulties themselves, but I am complaining of my state because I need you. And we mentioned previously that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he revealed to one of his prophets when he asked him, Where shall I find you? Allah said, You will find me with those whose hearts are broken for my sake. So, when you express your need to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're in that state where you're humble and you're broken and maybe you're crying, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that. And that's what we see in the dua of Allah's messenger. So that brings us to the next point, turning to Allah with hope. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, may Allah be well pleased with him, then says some beautiful lines of poetry. He says, when the days become difficult and ease departs, I come to you, my giver of ease and difficulty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the one who controls ease and difficulty. You anchored your tent in my heart and removed the veil of distance and gave me abundantly. You are with me in times of difficulty. You relieve my sorrows and remove my calamities. I have hope in you, my master, in every moment. He is Allah, the master of the cosmos and originator of creation. So trust in Allah in every instant and be hopeful in Allah's mercy entirely. Once again, if you see these lines of poetry, as Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Saddam, he keeps focusing on Allah. You are the one who gives me. You are the one who supports me. Your mercy is what I need. You are the remover of my sadness and calamities. So having hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and even in the times of difficulty, and most of us, we're not at that state where times of difficulty are equal in our eyes as times of ease. But even in those moments, turn to Allah and focus on Him and witness Him and hold on to Him until He takes you out of that difficulty. And then you'll see the wisdom in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decree And trust in Him and have hope in His mercy. That even in those times of difficulty, whether it's on an individual level or even at the level of the entire ummah, that we hope for Allah's mercy. And we know that Allah's mercy will come. And we have to prepare ourselves for it through acts of obedience and turning back to Him. But when that mercy comes and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's relief comes, and the hearts turn back to him, that will truly be a beautiful moment. So in all of this, as Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim is reminding us, Allah, 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 you are the one who assists me in all of my states, and my hope is in you. So this brings us to the two types of hope. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, hope is of two types. The hope of the obedient, the obedient servants. And he says, this is true hope. The second type of hope is the hope of the sinners. And he calls this wishful thinking, tamanni. Just having fanciful thoughts and wishful thinking. It's like someone who wants to earn a living, needs a livelihood, but they never actually do anything. They buy a house and they buy things. And then when someone says, okay, what are you doing to actually earn a living? They don't do anything. And they say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guaranteed our rizq. Allah has guaranteed our provision. So my earnings will come my way. But then you ask them, okay, what are you doing? Do you have a job? Are you working? Are you selling anything? Are you a business person? What are you doing? The person says, no, no, I don't do anything, but Allah has guaranteed me my provision. That's just wishful thinking. So a person who... It has hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they have to have the hope of people who are obedient, the obedient servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you have to put in work and you hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept your good deeds and that he will accept you. So we have to put in an effort. We strive, we work hard, and we do the same even when we're seeking provision from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We put in an effort We worship Allah, we engage in acts of obedience, we avoid things that are haram, and that's something that we do outwardly with our bodies. And then we have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He will accept our good deeds, and that He will grant us His gifts and His blessings and His mercy, and that is an action of the heart. Having hope in Allah is something that we do with our hearts, and we engage in acts of obedience with our bodies. And then Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says something very important. He says, whoever has hope in Allah the Exalted and has a good opinion of Him, has husn al-dhan bil-lah, he will not be disappointed. Whether he is obedient or sinful. And every Muslim is included in the mercy that is hoped for. That you have to have a good opinion of Allah. It doesn't mean that you engage in sin And then you just have a good opinion of Allah and that's it. No, but that even someone who is sinful and brokenhearted and says, yes, I've fallen short and I made mistakes and I want to turn back to Allah and I have hope that Allah will accept me. That person will get what they expect from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah says, I am as my servant thinks of me to be. So having a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is crucial, is essential. So we do the best that we can and we put our hopes in Allah. And whoever has hope in Allah, he will not be disappointed. And has a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will not be disappointed. There was once a scholar who was seen in a dream after he died. And someone asked him, What did Allah do with you when you died? He said, initially, I was brought before Allah and I was experiencing a difficult judgment. And then I said, oh Allah, Allah inspired me to say, oh Allah, this is not what I heard about you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, what did you hear about me? That I heard from your messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that you said, I am as my servant thinks of me to be and I thought good of you, oh Allah. I had the best opinion of you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, My servant has spoken the truth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala immersed that scholar in his mercy. So we have to be people who have a good opinion of Allah. And we strive and we do our part and we place our hope in him. So this brings us to the call to action. Write down things that you hope to receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have lofty aspirations. Have lofty aspirations. Hope that Allah will give you al Al-Ahla, will give you the highest garden of paradise. Have hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you of the Siddiqeen, of the highest levels of righteousness. Have hope in that. Write those things down, your goals and aspirations and what you seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then follow that up with intending to seek out those things by following them up with righteous actions. When you do that, insha'Allah, Allah will assist you and He will open up the doors for you. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he gives us what he gives his most beloved servants and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to be in the company of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa in the highest levels of paradise inna hu akram akramin wa arham al-rahimeen wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.